Hey everyone, I just wanted to say hi, and also I know this is not what uh, was probably expected. I did announce that I'm going to do my intervention series, and that is still happening, so fear not. Um, however, we're breaking in with a little interruption here because Justine and I couldn't help ourselves and we had to discuss Thousand Pound Sisters uh, because we just got through the finale uh, this week and we just really couldn't wait to talk about it and I really didn't want to wait to release it. So please listen and enjoy um, and fear not, again I've said that twice now, I will be back with another intervention episode next week and I'm planning to do the premiere so it's going to be a doozy Um, and I'm also still covering Andrew as I teased last time I believe I'll be doing that on my own and then Justine is going to join me for an episode so it's going to be very exciting but here's this isn't really levity I mean it's also very serious stuff but it's a looser conversation with me and my girl so please enjoy Um, as I have mentioned before I am now doing a promo where if you leave a kind review I I would love it to be five stars but I also don't want to ask you to be dishonest <laughs> but I mean if you like the show please go rate and um, review it and also subscribe if you're not already and if you leave a rating that is at least constructive and, and kind it doesn't have to be five stars but if you leave a rating and you feel good about it and you want to <laughs> uh, DM me please do because I will send you free March um, no strings attached So without further ado, let's get into the show. Thousand Pound Sisters, a discussion hour. Yeah, I am too. I had totally forgotten about uh, the psychic. (laughs) I just, because it wasn't like a super consequential episode. It was just entertaining. I I liked rewatching it though. But like, that's why I was texting you and I was like, I forgot about (laughs) The ghost cat and the dream fish. And I forgot like, about the virtual what? reality game. That I, for some reason, remembered. I guess because, like, it seemed like such a good idea for Tammy and it fell flat so quickly. Ugh. Yeah. Anyways, hey guys, and welcome to And What Did We Learn? I'm here with my girl, Justine. Hey, hey, hey. Finally, we've had to postpone. Like, we weren't, this isn't even like what we were originally going to record. <laughs> <laughs> but we wanted to talk about Thousand Pound Sisters, especially because, you know, the last three episodes aired of the season two, and they were pretty, pretty epic. A lot happens, like a lot. Birth, COVID, possible, like, hospitalization, and like, buying of funeral plots, and all this crazy shit. So, we're not, we, we I'm on the mend from my second vaccina- vaccination, vaccination shot. Um, so lucky. Been, yeah, lucky I got it. Not lucky I reacted Canada's to it. Canada's slacking over here. I know. I've had COVID. Now I have the ga- vaccine. So I'm still a little off. So if I seem off, well, it's it's the shot, I guess. I don't know. They they put the microchip in me, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> JK. Um, no, I'll be fine. I'm just really tired. But it's, it's okay. The government's off. already watching us from our webcams. That's true. Hi. That's true. And Facebook, right? <laughs> Um, Yeah, they really care about Thousand Pound Sisters, I'm sure. So, and our take on it. So, we were going to record, anyway, long story long, (laughs) we had to reschedule a bunch and Justine's been very patient. And I was like, okay, I think I can record today. You know, let's just do it earlier. 
in the day and then justine was like can we do thousand pound sisters and i was like god yes please <laughs> even though we, we were gonna, gonna do our coast to coast cocktails episode <laughs> yeah. and then i was like i don't feel like taking notes right now it's you gotta be in the right mood. i was like out all morning and stuff yeah. and then i was like by the time i get home and work out and everything i don't i'm not gonna feel like doing that and then yeah and then you, and I was like, can we just do Thousand Pound Sisters? Because I don't need notes. I can just talk <laughs> yeah. about that shit all day. Yeah. And we just rewatched the episode. Rewatched the episode. And I did that. And I made just like brief little notes in my phone to right. uh, to remember what I wanted to talk about. And Same. yeah, so I'm and ready. Just, yay. And I saved clips. So the, to insert here and there so that we can make this a lively discussion hour. Because it's not going to be a play-by-play. It's... Thousand Pound Sisters TV Club. I was I would say book club, but it's not a book. <laughs> <laughs> it's our discussion group on this. Is, this is our seminar on Thousand Pound Sisters, our senior seminar. And we're gonna be chatting all over the place, I'm sure, but primarily covering episodes eight, nine, and ten of season two. Episode ten premiered this past Monday. Um, and it was a dues. Uh, so I guess we can just start anywhere. Um, I, I rewatched episode eight today. So did Justine. I just watched episode episode 10 yesterday. <laughs> and then I watched it again, um, like while I was getting clips because I tried getting some from YouTube and the audio was terrible. And now that I have worked so hard to make audio not terrible, I just couldn't abide it. So I went and I bought the episode on Amazon because I can't, um, for whatever reason, I can't get it on my computer. I can only get it on the on demand on TV. So I'll pay for it on the computer, but fuck it. It's worth it to get, to get my clips. So I got to rewatch a lot of that. And, um, I'd say episode nine is pretty straightforward because it's like all about the baby, but I'm pretty sure there's stuff I forgot. So you can remind me. Yeah. So the first thing we should probably talk about is um, when they went baby shopping. Oh, um, yes, yes, yes. Tammy was not feeling it. She said that uh, going to the baby store made her want a baby even less. She doesn't have the desire to be a mother, which... I can relate to. I've I never think that's felt, fine. I've never and, and felt also, the desire to be a mother either. That's yeah. not my issue. My, I don't have an issue with this. I have a question for you. Do okay. you think it's physically possible for Tammy to conceive a child if she one day wanted to? Not unless she lost hundreds and hundreds of pounds. And even then, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she's young, but... Like reproductively speaking, I don't think that you're. She can't even stand up for a long time. And no, I, know. I mean I've she never carried to... a child, but from what I've heard, it's extremely, extremely difficult. Yeah, even obviously, for people who are not. physically fit to carry a baby. So yeah, I get where you're getting at. She's saying it as if she were in the running for having a baby at this point, even though she's closer to 600 pounds. I'm sorry, closer to 700 pounds than she is to 600 at this point. So last time I saw Tammy, she weighed in at 644 pounds. I gave her a weight loss goal of 25 pounds.
because spoiler alert, she has been gaining weight. Even with COVID, she lost weight in the hospital, then put it, put twice as much, put it back plus 20 pounds at home. It's like, it's just rampantly out of control. It's just, and then they finally get to the heart of that, you know? And I, the thing with COVID as well, and Chris even mentions it, um, that you lose, well, um, he, some he people lost. lose yeah. their their sense of taste and smell. You never lost your sense of taste, uh, taste only your sense of smell. True. But Chris even says, I mean, you could be eating a ribeye steak and it tastes <laughs> like cardboard. But um, <laughs> but my thing is because I've seen I've seen people on TikTok make jokes like, oh, I hope I get COVID because you can't taste anything. So I would just take advantage of that and no. eat healthy for two weeks or whatever. Mm since you can't taste your food anyways, you might as well eat the healthiest stuff you can. And I'm wondering like, Tammy should have done that, you know? Right. Well, for one, I, th I think it wasn't really up to her. I think because she was hospitalized for those two oh, weeks, true. she was probably, I'm sure being tube fed, like she had oxygen on her face. She, they said they had to give her, what did she say? Like she still has the oxygen to this day, by the way. Yes, she does. But in the hospital, they had to give her like seven liters or something like she said something 15 that, liters 15 oh my god that they had switched it from a, like a the valve where you're breathing on your own to a valve where it was just shoving like I'm not shoving but like forcing the oxygen in mm -hmm. I I don't say this crassly and I do not want Tammy to die but I cannot believe she survived a terrible COVID? case of COVID yeah it must no, have been it must have been only complications because that she would have from being sick from anything like it must have mostly been the pneumonia because if it had affected her the way that it affected some people like even healthy people and killed them she'd mm -hmm. be gone so something in her immune system is gold because i can't just wow I can't believe they they both survived it because we yeah. learn we learned that Chris uh, got it as well, like yeah. I said. And um, and one thing that I appreciated about him was that when they were on the phone with their uh, their new doctor, I think his name's Doctor Smith. Yeah, uh, I right. don't know. Doesn't really matter. But like I <laughs> he, he even admitted that he should have since he wasn't exercising that he yes. should have been cutting down on his food and he even admitted that i didn't i was still eating uh as much as i yeah. was when i was exercising um but i but i was surprised that even he survived it as well because he admitted he's, he's been, been a smoker smoking. since he was 13 when okay when he said that i was like oh it all makes sense now yeah hence so, the voice that you love i was like okay Poor that's guy. where the voice comes from yeah well, that all comes from their, like, the kids raising the kids and all that. Um, excuse me. Of course I'm burpy. I'm always burpy. Um, He's like you anywhere. But yeah, he, you're right. Like, he doesn't, that we know of, have cancer, but he has seriously comp compromised lungs. You know, probably the fact that he'd been exercising up until getting COVID did him a lot of good. I've been doing some sort of exercise every day. And as far as food choices and stuff, I just really try to make the, each meal as, you know, as healthy as I possibly can. The struggle is real. You're used to eating a five-gallon bucket of food at once, and you cut down to a plate, you know? So, hangry is the real Like, that mm -hmm. probably did a lot of, a lot for his lungs. Um, uh, just 
making them more, act, more active, get more blood flow and that kind of thing. And Tammy, she doesn't smoke, but she says herself, my lungs are pretty much already shot. It's like, then how? <laughs> like, I just, yeah, it's, it's yeah, wild. COVID, it I doesn't mean, make she any probably sense. just made it to the hospital in time, I'm assuming. Like, if, For what if she didn't go to the hospital, yeah. then she probably would have been dead. So, yeah. For what it's worth, I did not lose weight on COVID because I was so, I, it gave me so much inflammation. I don't know. I didn't change my eating habits, but like, I didn't eat more. And I felt like I was eating less, but I didn't lose weight. I don't think it's, it's not like the, like flu or whatever, where your heart's racing and you have a fever. So you, where you have like diarrhea all the time. Yeah. Or your body's constantly trying to redistribute. It's not like that. Um, I don't, I mean, if you're on a breath, if you're like system is failing because of COVID, obviously, but if you just have the virus, it doesn't, it's not something that you're going to come back from like skinny. It's not mono, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, that was disappointing to me because I was like, well, I could have at least lost fucking few pounds, but whatever, COVID. Anyways, I hate you, COVID. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, <laughs> we Chris, all hate you, COVID. Chris is going to have to quit smoking to get his surgery, which surprise. Okay, did the doctor say that he absolutely had to or like the doctor won't do the surgery unless he quits or did the doctor just recommend it? I think he said he needed to cut back. I don't know if he said he needed to quit entirely. Um, But yeah, that's for surgery in general. If you're a heavy smoker, it's a really big, it makes it a bigger risk, you know, especially someone who's been smoking for 30 years. Yeah, he's he's how old is Chris? Do you think he's only like 40s? He's like 40s. He's no, he's like 41. They said it. um, He said, I'm 41 and his dad died at 57. So that's why in that clip where he's talking about, um, um, the reason I'm getting scared is the reason I'm joining the health journey is my dad died at 57. <laughs> and, he was, and he was about as big as me, between four or five pounds. The main reason why I want this surgery is because my dad passed away at 57 and he was between four and 500 pounds. I'm 41. I want to be around for the kids to grow up, you know, the grandkids to get up. I want to be able to teach them everything I know. I want to be around for my family. They're my everything. I'm 41. So, anyway. I mean. That's earlier earlier in the season, though, when he joins Tammy's health journey, when he's like, I'm going to do it too, girl. Got the door? (laughs) So where are we going? We're going down here to have breakfast. After going through what we went through at Dr. Proctor's yesterday with Tammy, she was pretty depressed. So I figured I'd talk to her and maybe just get her in a better mood than what she was when she went to bed. You good there? Yeah. I could push the table to you. Okay. Breakfast is gonna be an egg white omelet and some yogurt. I'm gonna have the same thing too because it ain't gonna hurt me to be a little healthier either. I woke up this morning feeling discouraged, frustrated. Dr. Parker come down pretty hard on me. A little depressed, but I knew going into it wasn't going to be good. Is this Greek yogurt or regular yogurt? Greek yogurt. That's a sorry thing. <laughs> well, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's not one of the desired tastes that you want in your life. Probably why it's healthy, because nobody can eat it. I'm done with you. I can't do it. The Greek yogurt needs to be in the garbage can. It does not need to be on the table. The really big thing is, now you've been to Dr. Proctor's. I know you was kind of upset about what was going on. Yeah. I mean, I, I know I need to make changes. If I don't, I'm not going to be around. I know the temptations are going to be there. I mean, sometimes Amy will come in with you know, food bags, and hey, girl, you gotta try this. And I'm like, dude, aren't we on a diet? And she's like, yeah, but it's good. Still don't bring it up. I understand that, but it don't matter what Amy does in the long run. It all matters on what you do. Yeah. She has to find her reason to do it right, the same way me and you do. It's not gonna hurt me a bit to start dieting too. So, I mean, how about, uh? I join you on the weight loss journey for support. And Lord knows, <laughs> the old belly ain't gonna hurt to go away too much more anyway. I've decided to get on the diet with Tammy because when Dr. Proctor told us what he had to tell us, it was a nine opener for Tammy and a hell of a wake up call for me. Let's get it, girl. Chris just decided to get on board with the diet also. I think that's gonna be a good idea. We can motivate each other. It's about the end time we all get on track and get our lives back in order. Remember, that was nice. And she, like, cried when when he told her he was going to go on the journey. And then he was like, that Greek yogurt tastes like shit. <laughs> I know. He's like, this isn't even regular yogurt. This is the Greek shit. Tastes awful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love him. Yeah, he's the best. And he's a really good dad. You know what I thought of while I was watching this? There's that part where he um, is talking about his, you know, his motivations for losing weight. And he, I think it's like episode nine, and mm -hmm. he calls his daughter. My daughter moved to Tennessee, so we haven't been able to keep in touch as much as we would like to. So I want to call Emily and give her an update on my diet. You know, my daughter, she's a little bigger than she needs to be also. So I want my weight loss success to be inspiring to Emily. Hey, what are you doing? Why are you here? Or the last doctor's appointment I went to, he said I had to lose 15 pounds. The diet in this sucks because I'm used to eating everything that, you know, I cook. <laughs> I'm a manager at a, you know, a fast food restaurant. If I'm at work, there's food around me, period. Guess what though, when you come back to my house, I ain't cooking it either, so you ain't gonna get it in my house. Right? That's the way it goes. No, it don't go like that. You gonna make me some real chicken street. <laughs> Do you think you're gonna get approved at your next appointment? God willing and the creek don't rise. <laughs> Hell yes, I hope yes. Me too. That means that you can lose the weight even more after the surgery. You can still play football with us kids. Well, that was the whole high idea in the first damn place, was so I could be out there with aggravating the kids and live longer and spoil them and send them home. That's what I want to do. I want to be able to keep up with you kids. Mm. To check in with her. And she's also overweight. She's not um, 
you wouldn't look at her and think like, whoa, she's going to be 400 pounds, but she's bigger. She's tall also. This guy's tall. And so he's tall, right? Seems to have no idea. Well, maybe it's just my perception, but regardless, um, actually, why would he be tall? Both the sisters are really short. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know, how could, if, if you're his daughter though, it's like, if because his his be? wife's also overweight too, she's not yeah. obesely. She's not like, obese. That's what I mean. The daughter's she's probably overweight. obese because a lot yeah. of people actually she's technically really are obese. Yeah. Um, because it's it goes by your like BMI calculation. Yeah, and that's or that can be explained. That's not always that doesn't always apply to everybody. To me, but. when I think of someone that's obese, I think of Tammy. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, but same. Same. And I don't think of. Yeah. I don't think of his wife, but his wife is still uh, like bigger. She's overweight yeah. as but well. But you can tell how so, young he is by looking at her. You can see how young she is. She almost. She almost looks like she's his daughter. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's like. But she's not. I mean, it's she's like not how could you possibly be health like at a no. healthy weight when oh. both of your parents are? They eat like that, and um, and they don't know what healthy food is. They don't know anything, or they up until now they didn't know anything. Exactly. About and Chris said that he was the manager of a fast food chain. I did my S- research. It's McDonald's. Super salute, Justine. Him and his wife both work there, apparently. So I can imagine it's just a thing right when you work in fast food you end up eating that food because you're at work all day yeah it's free it's easy to just grab what it's the like family that, wants it's and like bring that it with home. anything if you exactly work, like if you work at old navy where i worked in high school you wear all your clothes are old navy like i worked at dairy queen and oh. and i would like hang out with my friends after and i would bring them whatever blizzards they nice. wanted I would get them candy if they didn't have that flavor blizzard and I would mm. make them custom blizzards. I'd That's put like whipped cream Justine. on it and I stuff. I didn't know you. Wait, I don't think I knew you worked at Dairy Queen. Was yeah, that when I was like 15, 16. Yeah, I, it was my first job. That's legit. That sounds fun. It probably mm. wasn't, but it sounds, it's one of those things that sounds fun. Oh no, it was. Oh. Because I worked with the best people. It's like the yeah, people it, you work with, right? Like absolutely. Obviously those jobs <laughs> all fucking suck. Dude. It but doesn't when you matter work with cool job. people, you look Ugh. forward to going in and hanging out with them, right? I know, right? Um anyway, so, I mean people I don't like. Basically, <laughs> basically every single person in this family is overweight. All the mm-hmm all the brothers and sisters and then Chris's family as well. We don't know anything about the other sisters family. So I'm not going to mention them. Yeah. Misty is overweight, but definitely not obese. No, but I am hoping that um, Michael and Amy can break the cycle with little baby Gage. They are. I, Amy is something else. I find her remarkable. She, she doesn't, she comes across as silly and she is, and she's funny, but like, the the willpower within her is so much stronger and also i think I, that the having the well w- as we learned in season one her motivation was that baby, she wanted yeah. to get pregnant exactly and i think she wanted that so badly and now mm-hmm. that she has it she has that like i can't let myself go back to how i was because i want to watch my child grow up and yeah, she has a healthy understanding. And, of, and I can appreciate that. Like, honestly, yeah. whatever motivation you have. And I think that her having a child is a, is a great one. And I hope that like Michael made a comment at the at the family dinner. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I, I need to start losing yeah, I weight. Need to too. Get on I, had to, I had to buy a new pair of pants for work. And yeah, Chris um, is like, I'm just going to make one set of food for everybody. It's not going to hurt you to eat the same food as us. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I uh, just watched it, you guys. And it's 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 funny because t- when Amy was pregnant, she didn't look like um, I hate saying this, but like a typical pregnant woman. If that well, makes no, cause sense. When you're larger, you don't show she, the same you, way. You could like, doesn't pop. Like if you or I were pregnant, it would pop. Everyone would be able to tell because it would just look like we had a basketball under her shirt. Yeah, it would. But be with her, you couldn't tell she was pregnant unless, mm. like, she and said he it. was small. He was but, really small. But I did notice, though, even in the episode right after she gave birth, I could even tell a difference. And mm-hmm. I saw on TikTok, somebody spotted them at Walmart. Ooh. Her, her uh, Amy, Michael, baby Gage, and Amy's mom were all oh. at Walmart together. And Amy looked small. She looked like she's still losing weight. So she says, yeah, I mean, I believe it. That's what I'm saying. When she sets a goal... She's not pussyfooting around it. That's just, she straight shoots. It doesn't mean she's never struggled, but when she has, like you said, she has the right kind of motivation and she makes up her mind, she seems to really stick to it because they tried to tease us with like, oh, she's not eating well enough, but like steadily throughout the series, she's only lost weight and gotten more healthy. And every time she hasn't, she's admitted it. And also she said, you know, I want to have another kid (laughs) at the end of the or in the middle of episode 10 which makes sense to me you know if you want more than one kids i'm not more than one kid you would want to have it sooner you would want to plan for it after what she just went through she's like it, it, there's a lot of reasons it makes sense for her to already be thinking about she had a it. really shitty pregnancy and she had to have a c-section <sighs> yeah which by the way can i just say really that hard girl, with that skin that girl is so fucking lucky she had a c-section because the scene of her with the doula oh <laughs> her not knowing anything i was yeah. like i was like this girl is gonna be in for a real fucking treat when she gives birth not not knowing anything she it's gonna shock the shit out of her because it shocks the shit out of women who do nothing but prepare and read books so I can't even imagine she didn't even know what an epidural was um Tammy did (laughs) yeah Tammy did Tammy's like I watch a lot of tv okay (laughs) um but uh yeah so she's, she's lucky she had a c-section because it's just safer even if he hadn't been breached i really think it would have been safer because all that pushing all i can think about is that the gastric you know sleeve or, uh, or bypass or whatever i i can only imagine all that pushing of those that the core muscles could potentially tear something and that just scares me it scares me <laughs> so um so um, i think it was better that she had a c-section but yes me too. Uh, and obviously, C sections are very hard. They're super traumatic. They're body. they're fucked. Up. They uh, it's a, it's a major surgery, you know, and yeah, um, cutting through you. And after they even said she <sighs> had her surgery less than a year before, mm-hmm. uh, so. But, but one she thing wants I, to. Oh, sorry. Oh, go on, go on. Sorry. I just wanted to say, but she says adamantly, "I want to have another kid, so I want to lose 120 pounds to get down to 150." Mm-hmm. So, that's all I was going to say. Um, I noticed, though, in the scene when her and Michael were putting together the bassinet, Mm -hmm. um, I was looking at her arms and it's all just loose skin. Yeah. Like, I think she needs the surgery where they... uh, I'm sure she'll have it when she's done. I wonder if... I had a friend, actually, that had that surgery. Um, I wonder how long you have to wait. Because I'm sure that they make you wait it out to see if you're going to, like, gain the the weight back. Yeah. Um... When my friend had his surgery, he told me that they removed over 30 pounds of skin alone on him, which That's is insane. Crazy. 
30? 30 pounds of skin. Whoa. Okay. I have a friend that I'll take the name out. I just said it, but I'll take it out. I have a friend that just had that surgery recently and they had lost weight progressively throughout several, several years. So some of that, you know, went away, but when, when they had the surgery, um, I think it was like eight pounds of, of skin, but they're a small person. I mean, she's short. She's like up to here on me, you know? So that's still a lot. Um, but yeah, yeah it's my, made my it, friend it's was changed her life. And he he same with him. He lost the weight naturally, just over time, just from going to the gym and eating right. The the good mm-hmm. old fashioned way to lose weight. Yeah, that doesn't and, um, affect the skin, unfortunately. And he he uh, his transformation was incredible. Like he was, I met him when I was like thirteen, and me and him were best friends. We used to wow. like go to concerts together and everything. And it was just one of those things, like, as you get older, you just drift apart. But we connected over COVID and stuff and had lunch together the one day and everything. And um, he's, like, obsessed with Mark Wahlberg. And he's met (laughs) Mark Wahlberg a few times. And Mark Wahlberg actually, like, uh, put put him on, like, his website and stuff and was, like, for, for, like, fitness inspiration. So, guys, anyone can do it. I swear to God. If you knew this guy and... Like if you saw his journey to like, that's awesome. you would you'd and be so inspired. It. Yeah, he did it on his own. Here, I got the answer. It says if you do decide to move forward with surgical body contouring, this is Google. I didn't text anybody. Timing is very important for the best results. To maximize your body contour, you will need to wait until your weight stabilizes at your new size for several months, usually around eighteen months. So she'd have to wait like a year and a half after having her baby, right? But that's reasonable so it's also a a really it takes a long time to recover from my friend that had it it was just this past year and i had to go over there because there were a couple oh do do we have to go to the emergency room moments you know just because it's so painful to recover from but she was fine yeah damn should we talk about the vr game (laughs) yeah i like that part oh i forgot to get that clip uh that's in episode eight right yeah uh yeah so chris was it chris's idea no, no. Um, so so Tammy and Chris are supposed to be doing their food journaling, and Tammy's like, I gave up on it. And it's like, not so much I gave up on it as couldn't remember to do it. And then um, and then Amy walks in, and she's I think, wearing I think the thing. it was more uh, she's, li- she she's lying. She doesn't want to admit to herself yeah, over what she's eating. Well, she doesn't want I, anybody to see I it. keep a f- food journal as well. Like, I have an app on my phone, and... Mm-hmm. Now it's just second nature for me to do it because I've been doing it for so long now. But when you first start doing it, you're just like, you forget and stuff. And then, you know, it it, it is annoying yeah. when you first start doing it, of course, like anything. Well, but you're I, learning about how much calories are in this and that. You're like, oh, shit. Exactly. And the app that I have, and I know other apps as well, they'll send you an email every week to Mm -hmm. show you like your progress how many Mm -hmm. calories you ate all that stuff I think that Tammy just doesn't want to look at it and face Mm -hmm. the facts that she's probably eating what did we say like 16,000 calories a day didn't we come up with a number well she's eating yeah okay it takes 3,500 calories to make to for a pound right or is it 30 yeah 3,500 calories I have no idea of of excess energy will create a pound so if every time like through a course of however many days that's the number so in order to gain 20 pounds in like what was it 10 days like i don't even know 
a month. A month? Okay, a month is Well, she gained, the first time she gained 50 pounds in a month. Yeah, the that's... Fir, the first okay. way in. Well, and we... And for a fact, we do know she was eating that, like, like what? Whatever those refrigerator refrigeratorable prepaid they didn't say how many calories but meals. but me and you both thought around 600 calories yes. and if she the ate average all of meal them, has about that she ate 30 in two days 30, 32 in two days okay so that's 16 a day and that's not all she's eating so yeah it's yeah like 16 thousand calories a day her 32 ounce milkshake probably had like 3,000 oh calories in it alone. Well, yeah, because a like an 8-ounce, or sorry, like a 10-ounce milkshake, I think has at least a 1,000, if not more. So, yeah, 3,000. That sounds about right. And, and it sounds like we're being judgy. It's just sort of like when you watch like the, uh, the alcoholics on intervention or whoever, you're just like, wow, I didn't even realize you could drink that much and still be alive. It's more of just like a, whoa, I didn't know the human body and the human mind could get to this point. It's pretty rough. And then, you know, this culminates in, well, I mean, so much happens. Jerry's there too. Fucking Jerry, dude. This culminates um, in a confrontation with Tammy because she has finally admitted, right, that she has a food addiction. Not I just was actually she... very proud of her in that moment. I was too. So we are 21 pounds than what we were last time, correct? It's like, come on, girl, are you even really trying? Because if you were, I could understand a pound or two. But every time she steps on the scale, she has 20 pounds. 20 pounds. I'm like, damn. So pretty much I failed as a, you know, as a diet buddy. All right. Why do you think that is? I just wasn't doing what I needed to do. I mean, sometimes I try to eat healthier, and then other days I'm like, what the heck's the point? So, after you've made those bad choices, how do you feel? Even more depressed. Because I know I should sit there and eat it all, but I do. I don't know how to stop. Okay. That's honest. Not so much that you're hungry, but it's an addiction that you have of needing that food to fulfill maybe when you're down or sad or something missing in your life. I think that's maybe something that we need to talk about and deal with. Today I was finally able to get Tammy to admit to me that she's not able to do what she needs to do. And she's admitting that it's really hard to stop eating. It's not just the issue of teaching Tammy what to eat and what not to eat, but I think we're dealing with a much bigger problem such as a food addiction. I'm really proud of you for the fact that you just admitted, I don't know how to stop, because that's the first step in asking somebody to try to help you learn to stop. You could have blamed you couldn't get out of bed, you could have blamed that you had COVID, and you could have blamed that you were in the hospital, and you didn't. And believe it or not, that's a step forward from where you've been in the past, so you just made progress even though your weight went up. Now, are we closer to surgery? No, we're not, and I think you know that. But are we closer to getting to the root of the problem so we can eventually get to surgery? I think in a, in a small way we are.
I was because and even the doctor so was said, the doctor uh, and he did a great job be- before you've always made excuses as to why you were eating more but this time you were 100% honest you know, and because I can't stop and she started crying I felt I felt for her in that moment because yeah. it's for me food addiction in my opinion is even worse than like having a drug or an alcohol addiction addiction because you, you know eat. with drugs or alcohol you just don't surround yourself with that I mean obviously I'm not stupid I know there's more to addiction than that but like you just stop doing drugs but with food mm-hmm. you you can't you have to eat to live yeah you no, can't just not eat you know as somebody who is bulimic which is very similar uh in terms of the overeating I just threw it up I I agree with you and I used to be like I fucked myself over because I made myself have this unhealthy relationship with the one thing I can't give up and I remember saying to an ex ex boyfriend, like I wish I could just give up food, and he was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> like, what is wrong with you?" You know, and it, it's not because he was a jerk, but he was just like, "What? Who thinks that?" Like, we were like, we were eighteen, you know, who wishes? And I said, "I wish I could give food up, like cigarettes." Like, so I didn't smoke, but the way you can give up cigarettes. But mm-hmm. I think he thought I was being dramatic and not expressing like uh, an impending, like serious eating disorder that haunted me for twelve years. <laughs> But mm-hmm. but I remember that moment really well and being like, yeah, that is bizarre uh, for me to say. But it's, you know, sorry, my phone is ringing and I forgot to put it down on the ground. So if it buzzed, my apologies. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just I'm happy she finally admitted that she has a food addiction because the reason why I always got on Tammy and why she frustrated me so much mm-hmm. was because she would always come up with excuses. She would say that Blame she's eating else. healthy, even though she's not. And it's mm-hmm. like, just fucking admit that you have a problem and you need help because then people will get you help. And Ugh, she finally yeah. did. However, in so the scene, shame. the family dinner scene, she really drove me crazy because Chris was almost in tears mm-hmm. talking to her. He, he even told her like um he even said to her like I'd rather you be mad at me every single day Mm -hmm. of your life and survive Mm -hmm. than for you to like me and die so that that like I I felt for him in that moment so yeah I did too especially again like I so this is why I've never said I hate Tammy or I never could say I hate Tammy is because fundamentally she's really, really ashamed and she's really, really sick. But yeah, her behaviors were frustrating as hell because they were the behaviors of an addict. But if I said everybody who frustrated me was somebody I hated, <laughs> I hate everybody. <laughs> um, I just, I do, I just, I'm so impressed because none of this is like, it's not scripted shit, you know, when they're Zooming with the doctor. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't have time for that. But, like, you can tell it's not scripted. Otherwise, she would say the right things more. And it just would be so different. That's why I love this show so much. And then these things happen and you're like, oh, holy crap, this is happening. You know, like, she's admitting it and she's crying and she means it. And she didn't even say, I didn't mean that when he's confronting her. All she's mm-hmm. mad about, she's very defensive. But honestly, you guys, it's so normal and it is frustrating but anyone who feels cornered and has a has a really really serious problem like that and suffers from shame and that you know they're going to snap whether snap at you whether you they, they probably know you're right but they're going to snap at you because he says 
she said, I'd go to therapy. She said, I didn't say I wouldn't go to therapy. And he goes, you're not going to go. She said, I didn't say I wouldn't go, you know? So she's like, you know, okay. I, you know, she's pushing back a little bit saying, I am going to do it. And he's saying, show me, basically, you need to show me that because you're not doing it. And you finally made a breakthrough and you can't squander this. Mm -hmm. I think that fuck, fuck, Jerry, seriously, the 100 emoji outfit made me just, (laughs) can you not? I know. Oh no. Oh, the VR thing. Um, it, it happened because um, we circ- we got off topic. It happened because Amy walked in with it on her head. And then Tammy goes, bitch, just why? <laughs> it looks that like a That game looks fun, though. Oh, my God. I was so like, fun. I want to play that. I want one of those. They're I know, probably I should really tell Kyler. Yeah, they are. It, Kyler DLC used to work probably brought it over for them. Oh, for sure. Um, but she has it on and she, it's a fun scene. I like watching them enjoy each other because I love that they really are really close. They're not just this family that's stuck together and hates each other. Like they love, love each other. And Amy talks all the time about how she and Tammy have been close from like day one. You know, it is. The other siblings are older than a lot older. Yeah. They're they're closest in age. So, and the, the grandma who took care of everybody died when Amy and Tammy were still young. And so they felt like they were the ones that didn't get any mothering because their mom was always working. Plus she's awful. Yeah. Um, and as you pointed out, uh, you know, it, we can see now that Chris has been a father figure to them for many years. I mean, he's almost 10 years older than them. And it makes sense. At least he's 10 years older than um, Amy. Yeah. So. When he talks, everybody listens. Everybody takes him seriously. Even though he's the hardest to hear. <laughs> he's the definitely. And it's maybe like that's why everyone listens. It's like the godfather. Like... It's like, you gotta be <laughs> I'm talking quiet. So you have to listen. It's also a good, a good preschool trick. Who can hear me? I am whispering. If you can't hear me, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I just made that up. I make shit up all the time on the spot. This there was a really funny part in the VR scene when um when they're like, Who are you looking at? And then Chris was like, You know that crazy eye, you can't tell she's looking at ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got that crazy eye that goes wandering, and Tim goes, You said it. <laughs> <laughs> Right. They try to play. This is really actually a little heartbreaking because I think Tammy, she's embarrassed and jealous. And she even admits it that she cannot play the game because she can't stand. She can't turn around in in space. You know, it's all this all this um, spatial awareness. It's a spatial awareness challenge. You know, you're you're wearing you all know what VR is. Why am I telling you this? Mm -hmm. Whatever. It's hard for her because she doesn't have balance and she needs to use a walker and you can't do spinnies in a walker with goggles on and then her legs start to hurt and they're not mad at her they just feel really bad and they're just like oh oh my god and chris is like you know seeing that she couldn't even get through the one minute video game really really scared me of course well we have the 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 personal trainer bit to back that up yeah so i like that part she's like is he part of our family because <laughs> he shows up with a whistle yeah so <laughs> that part really impressed me that tammy was actually doing it instead of making an excuse yeah, why she that guy wouldn't rocked. that guy knew what to do sorry go ahead yeah no he he was uh maybe he specialized in uh like obese people I bet. I bet. um but yeah he knew exactly what to say to her everything and she was doing it and um i, he, I wish that she 
followed through on it more and did it every but single needs, day. Yeah, but she needs someone right there. And she needs the right person right there, unfortunately, because she's so codependent and prompt dependent. Yeah. Um, you know. But I yeah, know. I really enjoyed that trainer. I think they should hire him and have him come by every day because he didn't talk down to her. But he also, he wasn't like, oh, hi, you know, like she was a kid or like an invalid. He was just like, okay, you got your chair. So we'll use that. And this is how you're going to modify the exercise for you. And hey, you're doing it. That's great. And then he's like, you know, we're going to do as much as we can. We're going to rest when we need to. And then we're going to get back to it. And he was really, really reinforcing. And he, the greatest thing that he did, in my opinion, is he, he gave her tasks that physically she could do right off the bat so she didn't just immediately get discouraged that's that's been the issue that i've seen it's inadvertent but people are bringing her tasks and it's like just take this walk it'll feel better and that walk is too much for her but hey here lift these you know very light weights above, or cans or whatever they were above your head three times and then you can be done and probably like half a pound or one pound yeah, but dumbbells that's, yeah she just needs movement you know like mm -hmm. and just sitting up getting up and sitting down getting up sitting down that's uh, he was saying she doesn't realize how strong she is from from carrying herself all these years so oh exactly i just want someone like i feel like not not some horrible weight loss training gimmick shit i mean like this guy who's understanding and it's like about health they need somebody like that she needs somebody like that working with her every day so god hope that's where the third season takes us i know I um so should we talk about the sidekick yes please. or no yeah okay. yeah of course are you kidding i'd love to talk about the psychic <laughs> the psychic told amy that she was gonna have a hard delivery yeah well, she also told which she to did sage, sage her home yeah because it has bad or like it has a bad juju and she probably wants to move before she brings a baby into this world and amy's like well we are moving and and then the girl's like you can the basic girl which is what they call her She's the like, basic bitch though she probably yeah. drinks pumpkin spice lattes because <laughs> <laughs> she was like 27 white like very lovely white girl nothing wrong with her but you could tell but tammy and and amy are like, They're like we were expecting an old somebody older <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and and so amy's pretty impressed but scared she doesn't want her birth to be hard and then tammy gets told that like there's marriage in her future, but it's probs not with who she's with because that person would have to do a lot of changing if they wanted to end up with them. And I'm like, you just watch the show, right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Mm -hmm. No, I'm like, you're just on their YouTube. No, um, totally joking. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, I have a question. No, I, I'm not asking about this psychic, like whatever, but I have a question for you. Do you believe psychics exist? Yeah, psychic abilities. Okay, so do I. I, I don't believe in all of them. I think oh. that I think that ninety percent of the Ms. people Cleo. that do it, um, yeah, or even remember Sylvia Brown. <gasps> yes, she was on the oh. Montel show all the time. Yes. Okay, okay. One true oh crime case that I'm obsessed with is the three girls in Cleveland who were. Uh, kidnapped in the home for uh, eight to 12 years they yeah. all came in at different times and the one girl amanda what was her name amanda mary no what was her name uh amanda barry amanda barry was her name she was the girl that at the end escaped 
um, you know, when the guy said, I knew something was wrong when a pretty little white girl came running into a black man's arms. She was the girl that was clawing at the door and said, can you help me get this door open? And yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. He brought her into his home and she called 911 and she said, I'm Amanda Berry. I've been on the news all these years because Ariel Castro, the guy that abducted them, <sighs> oh, he would, he would make them ever. sit in front of the TV and yeah. watch their parents on the news cry and beg for them to come home. And he'd be like, see, but and he was like friends with their parents and he would pretend like he was looking for Did them. Did she he help an with awful that? Human. Um, yeah, so. so Sorry, I, I read I read uh, Amanda Berry and Gina De Jesus. I read their they wrote a memoir oh, together, and then yeah, the other girl wow. Michelle wrote her own memoir on her own. But um, I read it, so this is how I know this. And Amanda Berry mentions this in her memoir um, that she saw Sylvia Brown on the Montel show. Her oh. mom came to Montel and asked, "My daughter's been missing for however many years it was at that time." can you tell me if she's still alive? And Sylvia Brown said, no, sorry, your daughter's dead. <gasps> your daughter's dead. So the mom gave up looking for her, truly believed that she was dead. And Amanda oh. Berry, poor girl kidnapped in this home, was watching it on TV, screaming at the TV. So Sylvia Brown's a fraud, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, that's awful to say that of all things. At least give her hope if you're going to bank up something that you don't know. And the oh, thing so is, psychics, they say it with such confidence because they have to. Because they're it's like, you believe every fucking shamans, word they say. Yeah. Or not shamans. Uh, what's the word? For, shaman is like a priest. What's the word for <laughs> like a shyster? I don't know. Uh, I know what you're saying. Shysty shyster. But I do believe, I don't believe those people that go on all these TV shows and shit are real. I don't either. Um, I've I've seen a few myself. I've uh, one I saw was very impressive. She knew things that I was like, "How the hell would you know that?" Yeah, that's um, cool. The other one I, know, I I've, saw. I've, I've heard testimony. Yeah, I don't where know. Did, where did you see them? Sorry, if you said that already. Um, the this psychic that I actually thought was real that I got mm -hmm. a reading from. She is a friend of a friend. Um, oh, okay. So, so my friend's best friend, it's like that girl's childhood friend. And she said that they grew up together and she would like talk to dead people. And uh -huh. she said like their whole entire life, she was just like weird like that. And she never really had any friends because everyone thought she was just like the weird kid. But then she grew up and ended up turning it into a career. And uh, she gave me this reading and I was like sobbing I always cry at them even if I don't believe it it's like one of those things I don't know I know what you mean but it is like a thing where you wouldn't want to add I would think you wouldn't want to make it your life's work like oh, I'm gonna be a psychic you'd be like fuck what is this with me like what is it why can't I stop being bothered like it would be a whole experience and 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 life's knowledge and you might not even want to share it with the world who knows um and for yeah. me i think that when people get readings i think that people take this way too seriously it's all it's Literally. all uh it's all black and white do you believe it do you not believe it you know right. this and that and for me it's it, it's a form of entertainment and that's how it should be it's okay for you to cry it's okay for you to get emotional and say oh i i how would you know that but take it with a grain of salt it's a form of entertainment and nothing else I knew something was wrong when a little pretty white girl ran into a black man's arms. Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway.
my neighbor got big testicles because we see this dude every day. There's a movie and um, what's oh, her yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. What's her name from Orange is the New Black? Uh, plays Michelle. Um, the, God, what is her name? Girl? She's in Hustle and Flow. She's in Crossroads. She's in like every movie. She plays like the hillbilly girl in every movie. Oh, Taryn Manning. Oh, fuck Taryn yes. Manning. Yes. Oh, she plays fuck. Michelle, the first fuck. girl who got abducted, who was oh, treated the Taryn worst Manning. in the house. Okay. She yeah. Let's do Michelle it. I'll email. I'll email her. Liz, hi. And I, and, and I read, you. like I said, I read Amanda Berry and Gina De Jesus's memoir. I was like obsessed with this case. So mm-hmm. that's, I remember when it that's broke. A good, that's a yeah. good true crime one. Um, yeah. yeah, I remember that breaking. I was working in a preschool at that time and I had to open the school hella early. So it'd be dark out. And I had to get there at like 630. And I remember listening to the Sarah and Vinny show on 97, Alice 97.3 here in San Francisco Bay Area um, while I was setting up the school and it's all dark and creepy and shit. And then I heard this story being broadcast and I was like, oh, people get here. <laughs> but um, yeah. Yeah. The and, movie... then, and then the whole Kimmy Schmidt show was inspired by it. Really? Oh, yeah. Have you watched it? The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Yeah. Yeah, they, I thought it, that was like a funny show. It is, but it's like it's based upon the idea that Kimmy Schmidt, the reason she's so strange and doesn't know anything about the world is because someone, much like Ariel Castro, Castro except it's, um, what's his name, John Hamm, it was keeping her and like five other girls in his house and convincing them that the world was over and that they were going to have to start a new world together, which is basically what he did. Except it's a, obviously it's a comedic beat. And then the theme song is like, females as strong as hell it's a fake it's like a imitation or like a fictional version of that little um auto-tuned song the the mcdonald's you'll yeah look it up well the movie is called cleveland abduction so it's just easy to find but if yeah we'll ask her and if not me and you should just do it for yeah girl our podcast anyways that's uh oh it's lifetime (gasps) is it lifetime I don't know. I got a DVD of it. Someone I know had the DVD when it came out and I watched it. And I don't know, it's just this TV. God, yeah. The scene when they get saved and they finally come out, like I've never, I haven't sobbed like that. Like, oh. Mm, oh. Yeah. It's, it's, it's some it's dark stuff. Fucked. Yeah. And I think he killed himself in prison. Didn't yeah, he, he did. He wasn't there for like a week, I think, and he died. He himself. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway um fuck him we don't need to talk about him except about how terrible he is anyway how do we back get to here? a thousand pound sisters because we were talking <laughs> about psychics and then i brought up the oh, amanda berry thing yeah okay i'm just like i'm just going with it okay yeah that's a good thing to request for Liz. um can we talk about should we talk about the doula scene or should we talk about jerry let's talk about jerry the doula scene is just like it's funny and you know she's like i feel like i have a penis oh she's seen my cooter like it's just silly stuff like that but we kind of already covered it chris said i have a really funny chris line and so she wrote the fat man touched his toes (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) during the workout i love that uh that's that's impressive though that he can touch his toes it is that's that's good flexibility then now you know he's been doing his exercises Mm -hmm. okay so jerry jerry comes to see her um the one time I actually liked Jerry was 
Amy gives birth. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerry's eating popcorn, which isn't a unhealthy snack. So yeah, it's fine. It's he's he's not e- fucking eating pure sugar. He's eating popcorn, <laughs> which is actually healthy. So yeah, it's not like Jerry. a popcorn tin with che- like the cheesy popcorn. It's just like microwave popcorn. So we know it's it can't be that bad. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, oh, that's not a bad snack for Timmy to eat, even though we didn't see her. You know, you notice how we never see never her, like, see her eat eat. on camera. And mm-hmm. one other thing is like. Amy and Chris always say in their confessionals that if you don't bring Tammy what she wants, she gets a certain way and it's like scary. Like even Amy said, I know how Tammy gets when you don't bring her the food she wants. Yeah. Why didn't TLC ever capture any of these moments? (laughs) Like I want to see her temper tantrum. Maybe she probably won't do it on camera. I bet. I know. She knows. She knows. eh? She is (laughs) manipulating. That's part of the manipulation. You know, you don't do it when people can see you because then it's plausible deniability. No, I don't. Yeah, um, and Jerry's sure. not interested in helping her anyway, so he's surely, surely not going to put up a fight. I mean, that popcorn is probably just because he wanted popcorn. Yeah, as we Jerry, hear. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jerry says, "Well, the producer asked him straight up. She said, don't you feel bad about yeah, eating like, that stuff?' Not really. Were... And he's like, "No, because I don't need to lose weight. I need to gain weight. And it's like you're not going to gain weight by eating freaking candy, like no. straight sugar. I think he's on drugs personally. Yeah, me too." i'm just saying i mean like there's no explanation for jerry until you think of drugs true um Um, but one part where i actually uh liked liked him i guess i don't know thought he was fine he can be nice sometimes he's not a jerk into people's faces it's just that he's destructive to tammy's well-being sorry go ahead yeah the scene where amy gives birth to little baby gage and of course, no one can visit her in the hospital because of COVID. So uh, Amy and Michael FaceTime Tammy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that Jerry, was sweet. And Jerry's there. And Jerry goes, oh, my God, he's so cute. He looks like Michael. Congratulations. Welcome yeah. to motherhood. He says all the things, the right things, the things you're supposed to say when yeah, somebody he does. gives birth, right? And he what does Tammy Tam- do? She looks at the camera like this. Yeah. It's jealousy, dude. It's jealousy. And it's like, okay, I'm not goo goo gaga over babies, but if somebody I know has a baby, you fucking say, oh my God, he's so cute. Congratulations. It's the same as like, if, like, that's what you say. Of course. It's like, I don't want to get my master's in biology, but if someone I know gets it, I'm going to be like, I'm going to throw you a fucking party. That's amazing, right? Like, yeah, be happy it's like for the people. Decent in your life. human manners. But she's so, like, let alone to your, that's your nephew. Like, aren't you excited a little? Like, I know, but it's not about genuine emotion. It's about like these negative emotions that are from her like mental illness or her mental issues, I should say, that like preclude her from having those or allowing herself to have those. Sorry, I'm trying to take my sweater off. Uh, She's natural emotions. She's upset that she no longer has the full attention on her, that it's no longer going to be about her. And she's mad because she never grew up. Yeah. And because Amy's plan was to move, move away, get mm-hmm. a bigger house, because they now have a family, they need a bigger living space. And t- Amy even says that, that they can't do that now because of Tammy. Tammy is holding her back from living her own life, which that that makes me mad. Does that make you feel like subconsciously to the, up to this point, Tammy was gaining weight, like, like out of resentment? for amy leaving like sort of like she can't leave me if i'm fat or do you think like at least part of her i never thought of it that way however 
like a Munchausen's thing. Like I got to get sicker so I can get more attention. Yeah. I, I never thought of it that way, but I thought that subconsciously she doesn't want to lose the weight. Yeah. Because, yeah, but I, I didn't think because of Amy, I thought because, um, she's never lived a life like a normal life like Mm -hmm. you and I, where we can just get up and go wherever we want, whenever we want, because we physically can. And I, I feel like she's never had it with, without anyone taking care of her. So she doesn't know how to live on her own. Listen, you know, so she, Tammy needs so many types of therapy. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. and I'm not trying to be rude. It's just you're right. She's codependent. She's uh, her mind is fairly adolescent. She has a substance abuse issue. She has intimacy issues. She um uh, but yeah, most most of all, it's it's our favorite it's our favorite term, learned helplessness. She doesn't mm-hmm. she wants to remain helpless. She wants to be healthy, but she's warring with herself because that also means being independent. Changing, shit out of her. changing your like changes are scary they're scary for <gasps> everybody in the changes. world yeah <laughs> let, let alone someone like her that doesn't know how to live on her own you know nope. she doesn't know how to just i bet that girl's never even driven a car in her life because she physically couldn't fit into the right driver's she, seat yeah i don't think she would well i don't know how big she was when she was so 16, she but... she loses weight she gets the surgery and she keeps losing weight she's gonna learn have to learn how to drive mm-hmm. she's gonna have to learn how to uh i don't know everything she's gonna have to walk around walmart by herself instead well, of getting that's, pushed they have to you know and that's why she needs therapy to help her do little by little it's just like with a kid you don't say hey you're in school now take the sats kindergartner it's like we have to start <laughs> at square one and then we'll hit, we'll, don't borrow problems from tomorrow, right? Learn one little skill at a time. So yeah, it would be aggravating. And she quite frankly needs help, physical help and mental health help around the clock at this point because her, because it is life or death. Mm-hmm. So um, Amy says that hospitals are bacteria for breeding ground. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Breeding ground for bacteria. She the look just on, had the look a baby. on her face too was like, did that? Right. that didn't sound right <laughs> she had just had a baby i'll let her I'll give it to her um so team we know that tammy and chris both test positive for covid uh yeah. chris's body handled it a little better than tammy's did like you said well chris probably because he's like, actually eating healthy yeah. and working out prior to he was not hospitalized which is good sorry i turned to look at my injection site because it's still sore um he but yeah he's uh he did not have to go to the hospital that's really good considering he's a smoker for 30 years did you see it's funny that you said that because earlier today uh riley the host of uh snapback to reality podcast Mm -hmm. she posted on her facebook one year after i posted my first uh covid meme i got my second vaccine so she also just got her second vaccination and uh she's like everyone else go get yours so we can be over with this shit and then i commented i wish canada is slacking and then she just replied with like the sad emoji (laughs) like yeah that sucks i know it's like it's weird that for once anything is happening faster here in this i know thing i guess our prime minister is a fucking idiot so what is he saying like that you don't need it 
or just that it's impassable? No, he just, I don't know. I honestly, I know nothing about politics or anything, so I'm not even going to pretend like That's I fine. know, but I, I think this that, is not a political con. Uh, I think podcast. that Trump Contest. or whoever the fuck in the States pushed to have the vaccines and was selfish and was like, give it to Americans. Is and it I think all- that, I think oh. that Trudeau was like, oh, we're Canadian. We'll just give them to the rest of the world because we're <laughs> Canadians and we're not selfish. I don't know how it works. That's but our, our our prime minister is a fucking idiot. He did brown face. All right. And he still got re-voted in. Like, who are these people? They they make fun of him, though, in Borat, too. <laughs> Have you oh, seen that? I still that? need to watch that now. Oh, at watch the very beginning. Sister. Jen. the prime minister of canada and then they show him in the brown face <laughs> <laughs> not gonna let you forget it bud i swear to god so people yeah. only voted for him because they thought he was good looking well that's not why people voted for trump <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure well i like in Gronish when she's talking about internet trolling and she's like oh, look yeah. at our president he trolled his way into the white house <laughs> I'm like, there is really good that. writing kenya barris who created all those shows she's she has a lot of cutting commentary i mean you've seen it it gets political but i don't know i think they do it in a good way yeah coming up on coast to coast cocktails that will not be this weekend that will be the next weekend next weekend what is okay so this saturday is so it won't be the 14th it'll be the 21st first sorry i just need to keep my life in track for once um should we talk about how i'm getting the burps and i'm not even drinking i know i hate um, it i'm getting it from like heartburn <laughs> i'm my body's just like i think my like muscle memory is clogging in that i'm talking to you so my body like wants <laughs> to be drunk right your now brain and it's is, not your brain is just like starting to get drunk you're like wait what <laughs> my body's like wait why aren't we drunk yet what's wrong <laughs> something's um, missing yeah, <laughs> here's it's, your it's... voice and it's like i need alcohol <laughs> where's the alcohol oh no oh no it's classical condition conditioning it's like pavlov's dogs now when you hear my voice your body's just like all right let's start to get hungover. <laughs> <laughs> um should we talk about how the mom bought tammy's uh burial plot which is the most Dude. fucked up thing butter yeah go ahead you start so, um yeah, so in the season finale, um, they mentioned that the mom, mm-hmm. Mama Slayton, I guess. I'm just going to call her that because I don't remember her name. The bitch from the she, pilot. <laughs> yeah, she is bought her own burial plot, as many people do. I saw on te- like on Teen Mom, because um, yeah, the one mom who it's died, weird. she they bought the husband's burial plot with it. And a lot of people were like, that's so weird. I'm like, that's actually very normal. Yeah. Especially if you're married, you'll buy them together. So that it's, it's what people have done forever, but it's definitely, I think becoming out of come going out of style. I think cremation is, is much yeah, more common now. It, it is. And I don't know if it's just because I just binge six feet under, but tons of people, even young people uh, go in and they plan out their funerals and ev- their arrangements because well, that's they, how, they know what they want. Yeah, and that's how they these don't... funeral homes make money. Exactly. And they <laughs> don't want their families to have to stress out about yeah. that. You know, I mean, I'm still young, but I've been thinking about it. Maybe I should so that I don't think when I, would I buy die, plots, the arrangements though. are done and no one ever has to fucking worry about it. Yeah, I would just yeah. like leave the money for that and then leave 
in my will where stuff goes and then just be like you can cremate me it's fine just like have a memorial but like i or if you want but i don't really want to be in the ground i don't know just i don't really care out. what happens to me because the way i look at it is i'm gonna be dead so what will i know you'll be, <laughs> you you'll know be, you'll be looking down on it and just being like what am i gonna be next in my next life will i be a baby bird <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, they bought Tammy's plot right beside the mom's. Um, and Tammy is what 34, she's probably 35 now at this point. Tammy, she's, also, she's too young to have a burial plot. Well, yeah, actually, did you know that? Um, right before the series started, uh, I guess Tammy, when she was in the hospital for pneumonia, I think it was that time. Or maybe it was the time before um amy went on youtube and was like sobbing and saying like tammy's dying she's not gonna make it and I oh because she's she... on life support yeah and she started to go fund me understandably and then people claimed that she was like trying to defraud go fund me and it's like she thought her like what <laughs> like that's so mean that's but, sad yeah obviously she wasn't or else like she would have gotten in a lot of trouble and it wouldn't have gone through with tlc i just think that's so mean that people assumed that it's like her look at her like look at the situation you would feel that way too and clearly this whole family is like is she are they is she okay is she okay oh ooh. like they don't know when it's gonna happen um i think as crass as it is i hate the mom i think she's so awful and mm -hmm. i don't think she like loves uh, tammy i know that sounds terrible but i don't think she has love for tammy and maybe she doesn't have love for anybody i don't know what her issue is but she's not a good mother Chris has a better relationship with her, but it seems like he does her bidding a lot. Mm -hmm. And he was the one that they asked about the burial plots. And he said, and well, my mom actually yeah. had to buy two. Yeah, she had, they had to buy two because she's so big that yeah. she it's it's the same thing as, uh, you know, Airplane. when. a ex Yeah, exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> when an obese person goes. On it's not funny, airplane. but that's exactly what I thought of. You know, it's interesting, too. OK, there's one episode. <laughs> of my 600 pound life where the girl goes on the airplane and she needed to buy you know like the three oh, seats wow. she had to buy three because she was so big and then she asked the flight attendant if the plane's gonna take off she's like are you sure it's gonna take off with me on it because oh, i'm so heavy that's awful. and the flight attendant was like these planes can hold a lot of weight you're <laughs> yeah it's like three people i was like oh it's not funny but it is you know it's just crazy to think that you could get to that point you know well, a 600 pound life, most of the people can't even uh, yeah. get through the airport. Right. And, and we're going to. That's why most of them do road trips. So. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised to hear someone was on an airplane. Um, actually, uh, here's a little um, advert. Justine and I are going to be covering an episode of My 600 Pound Life on Gina. And we're going to be releasing that within the next couple of weeks on each of our Patreons. So if you're not a patron yet, go to patreon.com slash awdwl there are already i think 11 or 12 bonus episodes up many of them include justine <laughs> um and there's many more to come so just putting that out there hell yeah yeah um yeah <laughs> when when they ask chris about the burial plot he says that that they had to buy two and then he also says like facts are facts yeah i don't I know it's coming, but I don't want to accept it. He was clearly upset by it, but he was speaking for his mom as like, she's just being practical. That's how our family has always been. Mm -hmm. So should we talk about the family dinner now? Yes, please. Okay, the coup de gras, the fam dinner. 
basically is a plan and and chris says to amy you know i don't want to call this an intervention i just want to call it like last resort like what are we going to do i think that's what he says mm-hmm. um like let's come together and say what are we all going to do you know which i think is smart framing it framing is really important especially with somebody who's sensitive and that you're trying to convince to do or not do something um you know he goes in knowing that like this could be explosive so he goes and he's making healthy food, which the food looked delicious to me. It was like shrimp kebabs and mm-hmm. mac and like pasta salad or maybe just salad. I love a kebab. I mean, honestly, give me a kebab any day. I want a barbecue back. Our barbecue exploded like two years ago. No, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, it, like it was a small explosion. It was like pew. One of the one of the knobs flew off and just start like started burning in a bunch of little it started a burning bush <laughs> and we put it and kyler put it out and then we were like why was it burning and then we realized there was a knob missing so we don't have a barbecue currently but we do have a fire pit so i'm gonna make some kebabs anyway Ooh. they looked good. um yeah the food the food looked fine chris healthy had like, yeah uh you said it before that he made healthy food for everybody so good and then he just calls out tammy by the way um there was a scene before this that i forgot to mention that amy was feeding gage juice oh uh, no really newborn baby juice yeah. i missed that and, uh, someone posted it on tiktok oh. and then all the comments were like baby's first sodi <laughs> oh no i only saw the milk i only saw milk how weird um, oh 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 sorry real quick should okay. we quickly just talk about when tammy had the um pain in her leg and couldn't get right. it out yeah, she's having a lot of issues with uh, one hip in particular, right? And then she mentions she that. She said she had like a Charlie horse type feeling that most yeah. of the time she could just shake off, but she couldn't. And she was like in severe pain. Yeah, um, it sounds like a muscle spasm. And those do hurt really I think, fucking bad. I think she's not drinking enough water, if any. Yeah, like I remember when they talked yeah. to the nutritionist in season one, they told her that they don't drink water at all. They only drink pop and juice and juice which is um not, not water and also if you're eating a bunch of junk you're not getting the the you know the vitamins that are really critical for your muscles to you know when you get charlie horse and they say like you, you need more potassium <laughs> there's mm-hmm. that and there's a million others you know you're super in shape um or like when you when you get like uh like toe lock or something like, yeah or, or exactly like, uh, for me I got it the other day because I was so fucking hungover, and Those then I hurt. was just like in bed, and then I just when was like stretching like my this, legs, and my and like my this. calves like oh. were in the worst pain ever. And I never get that, but it was just because you're like severely oh. dehydrated. I used right? to get so. that all the time when I was bulimic, and I was like oh, what are two and two? I don't know, twelve. But yeah, I would get those cramps in my um in my calves and in my feet really bad because I was like my electrolytes were so fucked and that's how people most people that die from bulimia they die because their electrolytes are so out of balance that they lose consciousness so that's scary um and that means potassium and the like are missing Whoa. from your system yeah i, I know thought they would die because uh like their stomach have, burst no yeah something i would i you I definitely you'd that. still digest food like um even if you throw up every single thing you eat which i did you still digest some of it because you binge but um i mean at least sometimes but because of all the, like the purging your body loses so much water 
that your electrolyte balance goes like really out of whack. And if it does that really quickly, it can just cause to, it'll cause your heart to stop. Um, that's what happened to, do you remember Terry Schiavo? Did we already talk about this? The one who was like, um, in the nineties, she was on life support for like 10 years because her family refused to take her off, even though she was a vegetable and her, but her husband was like, please just let her go. And she was bulimic. They didn't really say that at first they said she had just um collapsed but it came out that yes she was somebody who would restrict and then binge and purge constantly and then just just drink a ton of liquid all the time and one day she just collapsed and they brought her back to life but she was brain dead oh i'm looking at google images of her yeah before and after yeah. it's unrecognizable oh, yeah so if i ever like need reminders of why it's not okay for me to just dabble in bulimia. <laughs> There's no. some solid, solid, solid cases. Please. So I won't. You're amazing how you are. Don't. Don't worry. I'm good. Don't change. I won't. I, <laughs> I had soup right before we did this. That's why I'm all burpy. <laughs> <laughs> Kyler's all, Kyler was like really exhausted today. So I ordered some food because I knew it'd make him feel better. <laughs> Aw. I know. Um. So speaking of food, okay. So they're Chris, have, yeah having the dinner. Chris, uh, you know, he basically just confronts Tammy. He says that I like Jerry as a person, but he's the worst thing for you right now. You need to focus on your health. Your health is more important than being in a relationship, which I yeah. totally agree with. And then she's like, "He don't make me eat it though. He Stop don't tempt me." Him. Which obviously he does tempt you because there was one point where she even said to Jerry, sometimes when you're eating that in front of me, it makes me want it, which obviously understandable. It's And then, yeah. And then she says, and then you'll offer it to me. You want some cake? You want some cake? And he'll, and then he goes, well, what'd you say? And she said, I said, no. And he goes, so it's a test. It's like, no, it's not. You asshole. You're not trying. You're just being mean. I know. He's a dick. So, and then, and, and then the, the meatloaf. Well, the other day I came over <laughs> and he cut meatloaf the size of this thing for the, just the two of you. And by and this I was thing, like, that's a huge. It's a banquet sized pan. Like that you would put in like a chafing dish at a wedding. I was Who like, how many pounds of ground? Yeah, how many pounds of ground beef? You know, in oh, the first season when they have those huge beef. things, he Big probably Daddy? got like two of those. Big Daddy from Walmart. Yeah, he took the yeah the Big Daddy they had to throw. The Big Daddy. That's just gross, though. That's so much meat. That's like oh. an instant heart attack. At heartburn, at least, if not attack. <laughs> That, the very first time I had a Baconator from Wendy's, oh, I remember no. that's what I said. I was like, I'm going to have a heart attack after I eat this. <laughs> like, this thing's instant heart attack. I can't eat things that are just, like, tons of meat, you know? I, I, oh, I eat I meat. Can. I love meat. I do, too. But if I eat too much, I just get a stomachache is what I meant. Um, yeah. I wish I could, but I just don't, it's just the IBS. It's the IBS, everybody. I'm an old lady. <laughs> um. So, yeah, he just, you know, and then... And then he, at one point, he's like, I'm not trying to, like, be mean to you, yell at you, anything. And she won't even look at him. She's just yeah. staring at her phone. Which like, I don't want to get in a fight. So fucking rude. Yeah, it's um, obnoxious. And then he's just like, I'd rather you be mad at me every day of your life and see you live than you go down the path. And then he even says to her, the only other option I can think of at this point is a facilitated yeah. living environment. Which is essentially what it, what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he also says, you know, no one's yelling and no one's trying to fight with you. You're the only one yelling. 
really, really offensive. Def- he says offensive, but he means defensive. Yeah. You're really, well, she is offensive. So maybe he meant offensive. Uh, you get defensive whenever we bring it up, when we bring up anything you don't want to talk about. So it makes it an instant fight, basically. And he stays mm-hmm. calm, which is really effective. He goes outside, comes back. They all go outside and come back. And Tammy's pissed, but she kind of knows that she's lost, I think, in a way, because she just stays quiet. And they're like, okay, we're going to go, you know, and they leave. And, and then I love I love before he uh, he gets there, though, his interview with the producer. Oh, oh, and he yeah. goes, well, if she gets pissed off at me and kicks me out, I'm going to bring my food just to piss her off. <laughs> and he like, did. Yeah. He packed up his food. He when, I'm he's, up like, well, he's, like, he's like, I'm sorry, I made a mess with all this food I cooked for you. And yep. he packed it up Cleans and it he up. brought it home. Like the petty, I would have done the same thing though. Well, because you can't all he's leave trying her with to do food. is help her. Yeah, yeah, and know. he can't leave her with the food. It'd all be gone as soon as they left, right? Yeah, because it's a, it's yeah, it has nothing to do with hunger, right? Yep. So then the next thing we see is um, like a video diary from Tam- Tammy, like five days later, and she's it's a really bad angle, and she's got her oxygen thing in her nose, and she's just like, I finally came to realize, guys, that. You know, I need to go find a facility. That's the only choice for me. Jerry and I aren't seeing each other right now, and I don't wish to speak about it. But she's, like, crying mm-hmm. and stuff. But then we see that, like, she wasn't able to find one that will take her. So it's a major cliffhanger. We don't even know that she went to one. So we got to be watching the It the just tabloids. said still to this day. Yeah, that she she's can. still looking. Which I never even thought of that. I, I was surprised by that as well. They would... But maybe it's because of COVID. Yeah, I was like, why don't they hire someone to come stay in the home? I know it's more pricey, but with the show and everything, I would assume that that would be paid for, you know, Um, or that they would be making enough to pay for it from the show um, to have somebody come stay with Tammy. Because you don't have to be at a facility to have somebody control everything. (laughs) Exactly. So. So I just feel bad. And I love there's one part, too, where Amy says... Tammy's running out of fat people in this family to lose weight with. <laughs> yeah, because Chris. Oh, yeah, because Chris is approved for surgery. So, excuse me. Next, we see him. Hopefully, he'll have you know cut down enough on smoking or abstained for long enough from smoking. Yeah. Hopefully, he can to, just give up smoking and yeah. just live a healthy lifestyle for the rest of his life. I would. Yeah. I would love to see him do that. And me I think too. if anyone can do it, it's him. So. Well, he and Amy, I mean, they seem cut from the same cloth in the sense that they both, you know, they were both around the same weight when they started. Well, I guess Amy was less, but compared to Tammy. Um, and, you know, he's a dude and it's a little easier to lose weight when you're a man. And, um, you know, they both did it and they had motivation. And I guess it's not like your kids, kids are the only thing to motivate you, but they both happen to have children now and i think that Mm -hmm. definitely makes a difference and all tammy felt like she had it's not all she has but she felt like oh i'll have it have is jerry and jerry isn't really interested in this diet thing so no no so i guess that's it i'm sad that the season's over because i know i'm really anxious to to find out what happens but i'll just be stalking the the tabloids and the youtube channels i guess and reddit they have a really active reddit page now that's where i found out that um sorry that justin trudeau (laughs) was on the freaking home page so i was seeing if it said anything about the where's the goddamn vaccines trudeau fucking goof um (laughs) brown-faced goof um thousand 
Hometown Sisters season two. Is was this the finale? Everyone said it was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this was the finale. Um, yeah, they have a really active Reddit page and Thousand Pound Sister season three renewed or canceled. I mean, I'm assuming they're going to come through because... I cannot imagine this getting canceled, dude. It's such good television. I was Googling uh, how much TLC uh, stars make, and their their wages will go up significantly if they sign on for a third season. The first two seasons, they get paid, you know, it'd be a lot of money to me and you, but compared to other reality stars. And then if they sign on for a third season, they're going to be making, like probably 20 grand an episode nice so i don't That'll see pay why for in-home health aid <laughs> yeah it's probably how they afforded the surgery too yeah but that's good it's for a cause i mean honestly it doesn't bother me at all rather they make it than fucking uh i don't know everybody else <laughs> just kidding a lot of reality shows like below deck or whatever the fuck that that kind of shit yeah um that i don't watch but do you no no it just doesn't seem interesting it's like gossip girl on a boat i watch bravo shows but i watch housewives i don't watch same uh, yeah same here well i'm like scrolling through on podcasts the first one below deck sailing Ah! oh because it's watch what happens that's yeah i've i've thought about watching it once or twice when i just want something really really like you know when you want something Um, really stupid stupid the way you would want something like really bad and fatty for you (laughs) yeah it's like that yeah comfort tv yeah well thank you justine for being here we had i we had so much fun i speak for you now (laughs) i did anytime so much fun anytime for your patience and everybody who's listening go check out justine's podcast did i make that up and listen to our podcast coast to coast cocktails and give us a five-star rating and review yeah uh five-star rating and review here and or on coast to coast cocktails and dm me or justine or the pod to let us know that you've done that and we will send you free merch no shipping no nothing free but supplies are limited so go leave those reviews now thanks (laughs) all right bye everybody we have a weigh-in with Dr. Smith in a couple days. And that's what I got to focus on because if I've lost my 15 pounds, I'm going to be approved for this surgery and it's a life changer. I just want to touch my toes. <sighs> that's all she wrote. The fat man touched his toes. <laughs>
party hard, it's like it's Monty girl, cause that's what life is for. And we don't party hardly, we just party hard. And not because we bored, we party cause we born a party. We gon' move our bodies with our hands in the air and wave them all around like we just don't care. This body got started like gun. It just begun. Big action. Pop up the volume. Speak up, blast done. Shake up the ground. Shake up the ground. Shake like an earthquake. Quick up the ground. Play to make a sound. Play to make a sound. Play to make a say to make a say to make a sound. So we're gonna do my little dance. Do my little dance. Do my little, do my little, do my little dance. Answer my pants. Got answer my pants. Answer my, answer my, answer my pants. That's why. Keep on Yes, that's why. Yes, that's why. Keep on doing, doing what I'm doing, y'all. First name, Moto. Last name Moto, here's how you spell it, M-O-T-O, M-O-T-O When I step in, all the girls want a photo You know, hey, yo I'm more than one in the house I'm about to turn it out And you know what's going down I'm physically, physically, physically round I like the moving, moving I like the moving, moving I like the moving, moving We like the moving I like the moving, moving She like the moving, moving We like the moving, moving We like the moving Somebody say yeah. yeah, say yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bag it up, 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 bag it up. Give me room, give me room, give me room, car. I like the moving, moving. I like the moving, moving. I like the moving, moving. We like the. She like to shake it, shake it. She like to shake it, shake it. She like to shake it, shake it. Yeah. Move it, move it. He like to move it, move it. They like to move it, move it.